How are you? I am well. How are you? Are you an apparition? Or are you really here? I am really here. <sighs> are you currently present? I am here. He is here. I am here. And where are we? I am here. Now. Where? You're at the lobby boys. <gasps> yes, we are. Everybody for joining us for a, another night, day, or afternoon, or early morning. I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're in your room. Maybe you're on your morning drive to work. Maybe you're just heading down that dark highway that you don't really like because, well, something's in the trees and we try not to look up. Don't look up in the trees. I'm Naveed. I'm Terry. And we, we got a small episode with you since it's just the two-man team today. Yes, yes. Uh, today, we're going to talk about I think is a good way to say it as a uh, punk punk genres. Punk punk. Punk punk. punk, punk. And of course, you know, that's stuff like steampunk, cyberpunk, uh, diesel punk. Those are probably the more well known three mm. cyberpunk and steampunk more so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I remember there's some offshoots of different ones. There's a lot of offshoots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Technically, good- diesel punk's an offshoot of uh, steampunk. Yeah, it's a more like World War One sort mm-hmm. of centric steampunk where steampunk's more like the brassy, uh, pristine look of the Victorian era. Diesel punk prides itself on dirt and oil. But um, mm-hmm. I definitely like learned more about it from growing up and all that. Uh, steampunk chiefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember trying to find like steampunk short films and stuff and just how cool I thought that all was. And the first time I heard about cyberpunk was where we watched the matrix actually, because you were like, Oh, this is cyberpunk. I was like, well, what's cyberpunk. You're like, yeah, it's a cool little sort of clothing style. I think is what you said, but then I got really into it. And now I've done a lot of stuff with cyberpunk, Uh, not only the game, but also the genre in general. I've, written a few things for it, uh, run a few games for it, and just sort of <coughs> come up with a lot of ideas for stuff on Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? What was your first sort of uh, sort of punk? Probably... Mm. It has to be probably some uh, some pulp, uh, some kind of pulp comic or book. But because um, I was really interested in that, like early nineteen hundreds stuff. Uh, I'm gonna say. I think that's Ray Punk or something like that. No, I, I'm I'm gonna say since the time machine, uh, it's a bit of a. It's a bit of a steampunk. It's a little bit of steampunk. Which time machine? Uh, the uh, movie from the 60s. Okay, 60s one. So the one I know is the one that um, had... Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to say that, but... Uh, you know what? Probably my first... Probably the first thing would be War of the Worlds. I'm going to have to say 
put my flag down war of the worlds but um probably 50s version or the book the book book, the book. it's a very steampunk especially mm-hmm. in the old illustrations because mm-hmm. uh the way I, I like how the heat ray is in that with the sort of old boxy camera look mm-hmm. so um probably then after that would have to be um like blade runner that's so that would be my first modern introduction to something mm-hmm. Um, because cyberpunk kind of had its start with Philip K. Dick, and mm-hmm. of course, he did write uh Blade Runner, but these sort of visual well, he didn't write Blade Runner, he wrote Do Android Stream of Electric Sheep. Blade Runner is a completely different novel, yeah, but he wrote the book that would become Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, for example, A Scanner Darkly was something by him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a blind spot you get a feel movie, yes, I do need to watch that. Uh, it's been on my list um he also wrote uh the man in the high castle mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of some other ones too i really can't think of many books though but he paycheck is based on one of his uh, yeah but he was uh he's credited as the grandfather of uh cyberpunk and mm-hmm. sort of a one him and, of the, him and william gibson william gibson's the father of cyberpunk mm-hmm. Where Philip K. Dick like introduced a lot of the ideas of like uh, corporatism and cyber technology sort of being integrated into society and how we live in just our own bodies, even. But William mm-hmm. Gibson really got into that more with his uh, Sprawl trilogy and chiefly Neuromancer being the first book in that. Mm-hmm. He wrote some short stories beforehand, um, collected in the short story collection Burning Chrome. Uh, one of the more well known of those is Johnny Mnemonic. Mm-hmm starred the movie for it starred keanu reeves visually a good henry rollins henry rollins is that's right and dolph Lundgren. um isn't uh oh shit uh, yeah henry rollins is there somebody else um ice ice teasing oh yeah ice, he was in that movie a vastly different movie from its uh from its story counterpart even though William Gibson wrote the script for it. He did. What was funny was people were complaining that the movie, the script for the movie uh, didn't sound like mm. anything William Gibson would write. Mm. <laughs> I hey, here, here, here's, here's one. Sorry. Here's one. All right. So William Gibson wrote the novel. Mm-hmm. Well, the story. Short story. Yeah. All right. Wrote the story, wrote the script for the movie, mm-hmm. and then somebody wrote a book based on the script, based on the <laughs> book. <laughs> Coming to a store near you, the book based on the script, based on the short story, based on the movie, <laughs> the book based on the more movie, based it, on the script. By it, quite literally, movie. yeah. But yeah, um, it's not a bad movie. I think I think it's a very enjoyable movie, especially from a visual visual uh, standpoint. It looks very good, uh, for sure. Cheesy as it is, but I think it's fun still. The one thing I'm a bit sad about is that Molly Millions isn't in it. She's great. Basically, Molly Millions looks like Trinity from The Matrix. Okay. Sort of surmise her whole visual look. But um, William Gibson, uh, very much sort of took some like youth culture stuff, I think, from what I saw in there. Because there's a lot of mentioning of just like grimy clothes and just 
don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, but something I think about weirdly in this moment that sort of was low cyberpunk was, I think Hackers was the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of cyberpunk movie, which is one of those movies that shows hacking in a way that's not how hacking works at all, mm-hmm. which is just people slamming their fingers on a keyboard and never using a mouse. Well, I love those scenes so much because they'll go from one like uh, keyboard to another keyboard and then back to the other one. And then they'll use two keyboards at once. It's the two keyboards at once is pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I want to say I want to make a movie where or a show where there's just this character who like hacks into stuff. But the joke is that they always get like a new keyboard every time they start hacking into something until they're just <laughs> wearing a suit covered in keyboards. <laughs> personal favorite hacker thing uh was from confury with hacker man who hacked confury back in time <laughs> have you ever seen confury um it's been it's been a good bit it's so it's been a good bit it's so fun but it kind of has that hyper 80s cyberpunk aesthetic to it at times um one because it's got t-rexes with machine gun arms mm-hmm just fantastic. You've got a hero uh, dressed in a leather vest and a head and a, a bandana fighting Hitler. Um, and then my personal favorite, uh, David Hasselhoff, did a song for that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great song, by the way. I've listened to it several times. It's, it's always entertaining. Okay. Okay. I think it's a fun song. I'm not a a fan of David Hasselhoff's singing. Well, the Germans are. And if it's good for the Germans, it's good for me. <laughs> if it's good for the Germans, it is good for me. <laughs> um so there's been movies, TV shows, and whatnot that we'd go into the category of Diesel Punk. Yes. Diesel One punk. of our favorite movies. Well, I'll give you this one. It's not Sky Captain, is it? Robots Big City. Is Sky No, I think that that's more Ray Punk. No. No, it's more well not Ray Punk, maybe like Adam Punk or something. No. I don't know if it's like Diesel. It's big punk machines, the flying ships. Well the time period. Diesel Punk for me feels more like trains with wheels. Or not trains with trains with legs. Mm. That makes sense. Well, um oh I what, Iron Harvest. Yes. That's that's among it. Scythe it. is definitely Diesel Punk. Mm-hmm. But still, Sky Captain would be fitting there because the mm-hmm. machines they're run by like a very low technology. It's just radio signals. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were run by radio. Mm-hmm. Just signals. That's right. And then uh, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite cartoons as a kid, Tailspin, <clears throat> pretty much be in that category. I'd say it's more, was it still punk? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I never really thought about Tailspin as diesel punk. 
Yeah, it's it's being in that area. I just kind of thought of it more as just like pulpy. It yeah, you can still have it in there, but um, there's elements of sucker punch. Sucker punch definitely had a the, good bit of diesel punk. With the, the World whole, War One, the World War One fight, yeah, in France. Mm-hmm. Sucker punch script is. Uh, but the movie itself is vastly entertaining. I love the visuals of it. I really like uh, Emily Browning in that movie. She's good. I got another one for you. What was that? Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Is that the Diesel? It's mm-hmm. so it's very Mobius. Mm-hmm. And Mobius's artwork was sort of his own thing and it's hard to really like classify mobius as anything because mobius was mobius (laughs) very great artist though i love a lot of his stuff i keep meaning to get some of his uh books i collect his uh his comics that he did for like heavy metal and stuff Mm because Again, beautiful art. He's one of my favorite artists, if not uh, my favorite. Just love his uh, visual style and his design for a lot of vehicles and stuff, like mm-hmm. the uh, with the flying bird jet engine thing. Well, um, I like the hats too, like the tall hats. Mm-hmm. He's got definitely got his own kind of thing going on. Very sad that he passed away. Yeah. How about another Miyazaki? Castle in the Sky. Mm-hmm. It's a nice post, post-apocalyptic movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Post-apocalyptic is fun, I think, because it shows like how things grew back after everything got fucked so like rather than being in like the fallout scenario we're in the post fallout where like everything's built up and there's still ruins but it's not as bad how about dark city dark city that could be there's deco punk on here Mm mm-hmm you know, I think that Deco Punk would fit more for Sky Captain of the World Tomorrow because it definitely has like that Art Deco design to it a lot. It feels a lot like uh, drawings of like robots and stuff from back then. Like it felt like the poster for Metropolis or the backdrops for Metropolis mm-hmm. went into like a more forward focused thing. Well, <laughs> this is a fun one. Splatterpunk, mm-hmm. which is just gory mm-hmm. blood and stuff. And I, I love that idea a lot. I'm trying to think of something for that. Which would be like science fiction okay. with a lot of blood in it. I, I feel like I know a lot of stuff. I'm sure that there could be. Ooh, Japan has a lot of stuff. This. Yeah. Tokyo Gore say. Police. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Tokyo Gore Police. I haven't seen this, but it's fucking awesome. It it kind of reminds, some of the stuff in it reminds me a bit of, um, what was that movie, Frankenstein's Army? 
I haven't seen that one either, but I very much want to see that one. Because that movie looks rad as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cattle punk. Um, Wild West COW uh, boys of Moo Mesa. <laughs> That's put under there. That's fun. Or Wild Wild West. Yeah. Stone punk. Yeah, I, I heard that one today. I was like, okay. <laughs> Lobster punk. I think we're getting into some interesting areas there. Um, I think we, I think we stick to. <laughs> Would Dune count as desert punk? Um. Hmm. Ooh, biopunk. That'd be like Bioshock and stuff. Which is funny because uh, before uh, Bioshock, they had System Shock. Bioshock could be. It's uh, deco punk mixed with it's it's a bit deco punk yeah. with biopunk because a lot of the biopunk thing comes with like the atom stuff like the mm-hmm. powers now they work in that how it's a lot more science fucked with things. Bug very punk. true. Which, funk punk bug punk, which sounds very Cronenberg, mm-hmm. which I guess would be like the fly. There's a lot of these odd ones that's like, well, I guess this could qualify for this. But Steampunk is a really fun one. Uh, I love the concept of just the airships and stuff and just like Tesla coils on Mm -hmm. a lot of things. I feel like it's hard to like rationalize it out. And I think like people get like two airships in the sky about it and just like have too many islands. It's like, okay, it's a lot there. Um, people would I, put- I've always liked that, but I like the, <laughs> I like the idea of like, I do, um, I do like the originals though. Well, I mean, the, the fine cities has always been a thing for me. Like I've always enjoyed a nice flying city. Oh, you would love the Eldar and Warhammer then. Cause that's kind of what they have. They have mm-hmm. flying planets. Mm-hmm. Flying world. planets. Craft God. worlds is what they're called. They're literal spaceships that mm-hmm. are meant to be a whole biosystem. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, actually. Look into it. I do recommend. Yeah. Uh, there, I think I, I've heard of uh, Elf Punk. It's a lot of stuff is with that, elves. And, and like the definition of punk is like it has to be like science fiction of some kind. So like, well, it can't be like if you have it like magic mixed in in modern time. Not unlike um, uh, what was that Will Smith movie a couple years ago? Right. Right. Which I had hopes for just on the it fact was, of it, it was, sounded interesting conception wise. It was okay. But like, it's like yeah. they took one kind of script and then put it in with something else. That, that's kind of what I heard of people who liked it were like, it's not horrendous, but yeah. I do like um, Urban fantasy is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I love urban fantasy a lot. It's very interesting. Uh, Troll Market from Hellboys. It's such a good scene mm-hmm. that fits that so well of just what's under this bridge in New York. Mm-hmm. It's this troll market full of all these wondrous things. It's yeah. great. If you, if you get the right, the right one, the right visual director for something, um, can really make it pop 
I agree. Like, for all of its shortcomings, um, League of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen looks really good. It does. There's a lot of great visuals. I like the comic better, but I do very much enjoy the movie still. For a lot, it, it's very fun to watch, and the mm-hmm. visuals for it are amazing. The Nautilus is fantastic. And what's the car called? I can't remember the name of the car. Just Automobile. I think he called it. There's some name for it. I, don't I can't think remember. There's a name for it. I don't remember. But that's just the whole idea. That's pretty cool. Um, like there's so much great about like <laughs> Sky Captain. And yeah, a lot of the stuff in there. Um, I just I'm sorry. I just remembered something from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Finish your thing, then I just want to talk on that. I just wanted to let you know before we got to too many points. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Fuck. Uh, so the Rocketeer. Diesel Rocketeer. Um, I'd say that's the more, more fantastic. Deco or Adam thing. No, because of the, the pack and the dirigible. <clears throat> it's like that's slightly in plus the time period. Uh, you can throw it in Deco a little, but that 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 doesn't like deco usually kind of how um like when it's when it's you know brought up is that Patronus. Mm, no metropolis wasn't quite there yet they had they hadn't started it it would be more the uh 40s <clears throat> sorry guys um or no, deco was more 1920s they used that a lot but um, that's where Bioshock and the underwater buildings and, and all that. Yeah. Where the deco comes from that. Yeah. But um, even though there are some deco buildings, but it's not a primary focus in the movie for uh, Rocketeer. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the couple times where he's in something. But you get the almost fantastical henchman, the giant henchman. Yeah. Um, the little hidden, hidden room with the radio, uh, the dirigible, um, uh, the planes, all that—that that kind of stuff. Really, I don't know if it's a dirigible exactly, because I think a dirigible constitutes like a balloon and then like a thing hanging from it, like like a hot air balloon, but like mm-hmm. a full ship. I think it's just a. Uh, I think it's just a blimp. Mm, I don't know. I think it's a dirigible. I think it is. Well, oh, hit the mic. But um, no, Rocketeer's. I haven't seen the Rocketeer in a while, and I don't know why I haven't watched it recently. It's on Disney. I know, and I love the Rocketeer so mm. much. I saw somebody like saying it's a bad movie. No, it's I, not. I'm like, are you? High? How the fuck is it a bad movie? It's an amazing. Movie. It's a great movie. I think some people just take it as since it didn't do well that like oh it was a bad movie. I think it came out at a uh a semi rough time yeah. <laughs> for it to be out. Uh, it's definitely it, got that pulpy feel to it. We we uh, love pulp stuff. The 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 uh, was it Dave Evans who uh, Dave Stevens. So uh, it's sad that like 
he got to see that go, but he didn't really get to, um, since, you know, he passed, didn't really get to move past that yeah. initial. So, but, um, I mean, it, it made its money back, but, uh, I didn't do it as amazing as they wanted it to though. No, <clears throat> usually it doesn't. No. Um, and then there was the, the kids show that was on Disney for a little bit. They had a Rocketeer show. It was, no shit. it was just like a, um, a Disney junior show. Uh, um, actually the, uh, Billy Campbell did do the voice for himself in it. Huh? So I, for some reason for the longest time, thought Brenda <laughs> Frazier was in the Rocketeer. You want to talk about Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser and the Mummy. Brendan Fraser and Brendan Fraser, the actor. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Billy like, Campbell. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he he looks similar. No. At, at least in my child's eye, oh. he looks similar to Brendan Fraser in the Mummy. I don't know. Brendan Fraser's. To to clarify, my child's mm-hmm. eye, he looks similar. You. Oh no no. One of the greatest things is the theatrical poster for, for Rocketeer. It's it's great. Is it is it this Art Deco poster? Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to link that, but yeah, it's a great poster. Better than this floating heads poster. I never liked those. So studios have a tendency to take one thing and have something that's like just awesome. It's like something like to really uh to really grab you for it and then they go you know what let's let's make something new and let's just throw a bunch of people in there it's hard to like enjoy a poster because like i think the thing that makes a good poster is one that feels like dynamic and interesting to look at like in my room i have uh one of the posters for king of the monsters and it's great Mm -hmm. because it's just godzilla's silhouette firing Mm -hmm. off like this blast of radioactive energy it's, mm-hmm. it's great yeah also speaking of the rocketeer is the one where he's like pointing his head up in the yeah okay speaking of the rocketeer uh i remember reading the comics a lot mm-hmm. yeah because you uh you bought a bunch of those and that was like a big thing for me just reading those comics that you had yeah the comics were slightly more adult than the movie, which what's funny is like, even though they PG'd the character, um, mostly because of the, the Betty Page stuff, um, like it doesn't take away from the adventure of it. Like, like the characters are just likable. Yeah. Haven't we done something on the, uh, the Rocketeer before? I don't think we have. We've probably talked about it in some pulp stuff. We probably talked about it with the pulp stuff, but <laughs> but I didn't like go full into it. <laughs> um, which fine, yeah, yeah. yeah. The <clears throat> Captain America First Avenger. You could throw that in a diesel punk. That would count. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that count. Yeah. Yes, I think. Um, like there's so many novels out there for, for the different, different genres of, uh, punk that, uh, people should 
give it a good look. There's a lot more for steampunk for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I also remembered the thing I was going to talk about. Yes. With um, <laughs> um, with uh, Lee Strange and Gentlemen. I remembered this a lot uh, because it was something that thing on and now is really funny. In the movie or in the book? In the movie. Okay. Uh, book, there's not a lot of funny moments. <laughs> there's a lot of sex. Mm -hmm. And that's just the thing I've noticed with Alan Moore comics is there's only at least one bit of sex. It's like, all right, I know you're trying to be artsy here, Al, but mm. cool it down a bit. <laughs> um, no, because like uh, I remember the scene where it's like they're on the Nautilus and like Dorian Gray's like giving a speech, like, oh, I fooled you all. I fooled all of you and took mm -hmm. all your shit from you. And uh, like uh, Dr. Jekyll looks into the mirror. And like hides there and he's like <laughs> like just has like this weird expression like god damn it son of a bitch yeah. what am i doing here and, <laughs> and there's no content like i know it's supposed to be like a pained look but mm -hmm. like how it looks in the moment yeah it's like he stubbed his toe really ah. bad he's trying to not yell he just stubs it. he's like ah <laughs> <laughs> like it really really hurts it's, he's gonna feel it for a few days but he's trying not to yell out that's what my pinky toe <laughs> exactly it, it, it's really funny it, it's a great movie though i i've watched that movie so many times and i think it's it's more of the uh, like i like the characters and the visuals but um i don't like the story Story itself's a bit tanky. Um, oh yeah, she does look like Betty Page. She does look a lot like Betty Page. Well, that's just kind of the. Oh yeah, I just yeah. I never realized like until now how much she looks like Betty Page. Mm. Huh. Well, they didn't try to stay away from her being Betty Page, but not. Yeah, because in the comics she is it is Betty Page. Hmm. Mm hmm Wait, did the comics come first? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, hundred percent. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. It was a fairly quick turnaround for it. I need to read the comics again because again they were very good. Um Yeah though, I just to talk on Betty Page here real quick. What a very sad story of her life I've heard. Mm. A lot of things happened to her. I need to really get into researching because it sounds like a very interesting life story. There's a, a decent uh, a decent movie about her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I, I mean, we just wanted to do a little, little chit chat. Get about something this. out there. Get yeah. on the air. We want to do a little something, something that uh, <clears throat> we both enjoy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just look up. Just look some of this stuff up. Look up Blade Runner. Please watch The Rocketeer. It's yes. So good. It's, it's, watch Sky Captain. That's watch Sky Captain. That's yeah. Such a fun movie. You know, a great Jude Law is in that movie. I yeah, didn't realize a, a great. Uh, you, you, uh, although you know, I got to tell you that like after a while, like I learned that I don't really like Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Like 
she's not doing what I think she thinks she was doing. Mm. Uh, that his girl Friday kind of Howard Hawks kind of character. She was a little subdued in it. And granted, like if they were able to do this exact same movie now, well, to do um, Sky Captain now and use the same stuff they're doing with um, the Mandalorian and uh, the other uh, Disney Star Wars shows, like it would look so awesome. I kind of look the sort of projected look of Sky Captain. Oh no 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 the 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 look of it is is because what they did was they shot it and then they made it black and white and then they colorized it to give it that classic look. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember DC? Mm-hmm. Huh. He was Dex. Yeah, I just uh, I'm trying to see what else I've seen him in. Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Um, he was in Avatar. He was in Lost Highway. That must be it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. He, he was barely in Lost Highway. I don't know. I don't know what else. Probably Avatar is the probably thing you might know him I, most from. I barely remember Avatar on the best of days. Or worst of days, I should say. <laughs> well, it's you guys all follow us on our social medias. Follow us on Instagram with at lobby underscore boys underscore podcast. Email us any nice art. Uh Talk to me about your favorite pulp heroes um, at lobbyboys at lobbyboyspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter with lobbyboyspod or join our Facebook group, lobbyboyspodcast. Our cover art is by Daniel White. You can follow him on any of his socials with at birds and boxes. Our theme song is Way to Go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. You can follow him on nothingbutstarsinside.bandcamp.com or at nothingbutstarsinside. This has been Sky Captain David. And this is Terry. But before we go, I want to say something. Soon, I'm going to give away one of my personal movies. Movie attached to the show. I'm not going to do it just yet. I'm going to wait a little bit, but just to let you know, there is a contest coming. It's going to be a very, very simple contest. So when uh, we announce it, uh, it's going to be the prize will be sent to anybody within the United States because uh, we're not doing this for money and we don't have money. We have no budget for the show. We have no budget. We have no budget for the show. Have much money we have this. no budget for the show. <laughs> we run uh, our power is run by a squirrel on a wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, squirrel punk. <laughs> well, we used to have two squirrels, but um. One got sick. I'll have a tree. Well, actually, the less said about the second squirrel, the better. Yeah, I was trying to not to bring it up, but you did. So yeah, so look, listen for it soon. Um, personal DVD from my collection, uh, movie that we've talked about on here, and uh, that will be coming up soon. What could it be? What could it be? What could it ever be? What is it? So yeah, I'm going to give away a personal movie to a listener. So we will see you or you will hear us again soon. So we thank you very much for your listening. And we, of course, will be seeing you. And this is the effervescent 
wrong pronunciation of that word. Terry, and I bid you adieu. Yes, and this is Naveed sending all the telepaths out there a neat little message. Ow. Good night, folks. <laughs> we should go that. <laughs> <laughs> what a story. Oh.